Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, this is Carolina Barlow. This is Devin. If you don't watch where your fucking popsicle juice is going. Devin and I are together, as you can hear. When Devin said, if you don't watch where your fucking popsicle juice is going, she was speaking of us eating popsicles together. She's literally letting a loose popsicle sit near my couch. So let me tell you the story. You're probably wondering how we got here. You're probably wondering how we got to be in the same room on the same couch with the same popsicle. On the same day and the same hour, same minute, same second. Okay. Devin was born. (laughs) (laughs) Now you want to know, don't you? I do. Devin just came back from Ireland in what was a very magical trip where she actually went to the end of the rainbow and found her family in a little pot of gold. I just came from the green state of Vermont. Um, Bernie Sanders reigns over us there, and that's why it's one of the best states in the nation. That is the sound of me taking my popsicle out of the bag. And it looks exactly... You have to be careful with it, though. I am. Okay. I'm putting it over my old Navy dress. No harm, no foul. Okay. Devin and I landed within the same half hour at JFK, John F. Kennedy Airport. We found each other... That's what that for? Okay, subtitles, please. Am I right? What did you just say? I said, that's what that stands for. Babe, are you serious? There's literally, while Devin asks me this question, there is a photograph of the Kennedys above her head. I don't see that. (laughs) You you guys aren't here? She's like, I don't see color. They just look like gray blobs to me. (laughs) They just look like outlines of men with big hair to me. And those could be anyone. (laughs) And to me... Those could be anyone. That's the funny thing when people are like a hot president. You're like, it's just a man. Really a hot person to a lot of women is just a man. Meanwhile, when a guy say a hot girl, they're talking about like Kate Upton. When girls say a hot guy, it's like he's above 5'8 and he uh, like isn't trying to kill you on the street. No, 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 no. This is the thing. What it takes to be hot these days 
is so much plastic surgery. I just don't under, it's just too late for most of us. And that's a shame. It is. And if I hadn't seen the YouTube videos of a BBL, Brazilian butt lift, I would maybe have considered it more. But I have. What did you see? I saw fucking Paul Nasir, a former husband on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, sticking pipes up women's bottoms on their cheeks. And it, it was horrid. It was violent. It just seemed way too intense. And for someone who's had her share of surgeries, I thought, I am not doing that one. What's the number one plastic surgery you would get if you could get? Um, probably because I'm psychotic and, um, have body dysmorphia that's translating to my face, like a tiny little facelift. That's really scary. Like that's how sick I am. Yeah. I would do eye, eyebrow lift. I think that's what the Olsen twins did. They also took Judy Garland pills, which is why Elizabeth Olsen is normal size. And they're like little beanie babies, little poly. I don't want to, I don't want to be a poly pocket, but I do just want to like look mostly surprised in a good way all of the time. I, but then you see people who've done it, who haven't had parental guidance, who do not have close enough friends to say, I'm going to be honest with you. Please don't do this to your face. You'll always look crazy. How was Ireland, Devin? <laughs> okay, my turn. Okay. <laughs> Finally. Okay, my turn. Now, let me get this mic a little closer to my mouth because I got a lot to say. I went to Ireland on a girl's trip. Girl's trip. Anyone? The best of times in every way. Lived, learned, loved ate and prayed. God only knows how many spirits from the ancestral lands were following me around. And I don't, sometimes I felt cursed and sometimes I felt blessed and honestly leaving. I'm not sure which I would choose as like the overarching thing, but one blessed thing that did occur. So I'm single. I was on the scope for men, obviously, like just like at any, that's just how I operate now. Like who's that? Who is he? What's his deal? Is he married? You're Ramona Singer post-divorce. I'm Ramona Singer pre and post divorce. Um, at one point with my friends, we went to dinner and there was like a guy sitting behind us. And my friend goes like, oh, that guy's cute. And I was like, oh, he is kind of hot, like interesting. But my friend was like, do you want me to say something to him? Like wing, wing woman of the year to be like, oh, hey, like come over to our table. And I was like, no, no, I'm too shy. Next morning, like an intellectual, I was at a local coffee shop eating eggs and pretending I was reading. And I see the same guy come into the coffee shop. And I'm like, wait, he's cute. Is it odd or is it God? It was odd because it's like, why is he always by himself? Anyway, so, oh, do you think it's going to be gross that I'm eating into the microphone? We'll find out. Okay. So I'm like, this guy's hot. So then we go out to dinner the next night and everyone was like, we want to go out on the town. Like, should we find a bar or club? But it kind of felt overwhelming to have to find a place. And I was like, is every place going to be like an Irish pub. And honestly, like no offense. Like, of course I'm in Ireland. Like, why am I thinking it's not going to be an Irish pub? But because of the way Irish pubs are co-opted and like, like that's like Midtown Manhattan is like cultural appropriation of Ireland. So like, that's what I see when I see genuine Irish culture. I'm like Midtown Manhattan. That's what I see. So we were like, where are we even going to go? We walk back to our hotel happens to be a full blown wedding happening at the hotel. Love. What we first see is two men pulling down their pants and comparing their asses to see who had a paler ass. Love. And you know what? To men, <laughs> to men, somehow that's humor and that's bonding. Whereas like if I hang out with a group of girls, I could laugh so hard that I like puncture a lung. Like that's how funny and like 
transformative hanging out with a group of girls is. And the best men can do is like, whose ass is whiter? Well, it does make me remember a time in college where two of my close friends were breaking up and I didn't know that because I was on the other side of glass doors. So I was mooning them and they looked at me and literally both made the expression of like, it's not the time you need to pull your pants up. Meantime, I was like, oh, I'm going to get them good. I'm going to show them my big fat ass. So what I'm saying is I do think those guys are funny. (laughs) Um, But how was the wedding? (laughs) Okay. So then we start. Ta- we go up to these guys and we're like, wait, what's the deal? And because I had nothing to lose, I just immediately was like, who's single at this wedding? Like, are any of you guys single? And the guy, just this one guy happened to be like, he was like so game but to like help us hook up with someone th- at the wedding that by the end of the night, it was almost like, is he okay? Like, what's wrong with him that he wanted that to happen so badly? But he's like, oh my God. Okay. And then he starts talking to us. A, w- a woman swoops in. I've never related to an act a human action more she swoops in and she's like excuse me honey and she he's like this is my wife and i was like i'm not hitting on him no no just, <laughs> no, you know, no no no, I was no. Like, just you know we were literally just asking him if there's any single guys here like we're not hitting on him and she's like cool got it then she's like a part of the group okay and now i'm seeing all the crumbs on the ground from whatever carolina was eating no this is not from you no okay oh i guess there's a ghost in the house <laughs> I guess there's a ghost in the house who eats the exact same lunch as Carolina every day. I didn't do that. So then I was like, we're just asking if there's any single guys. And then she's like, oh, okay. So then she starts listing off guys. They're like, oh, Jimmy, Joe, whatever. And then her husband's like, Charlie. And she goes, oh, Charlie. And I go, oh, so Charlie's hot. Like a woman reacts that way. Oh, Charlie. I was like, he's hot. He must be. So they're like, okay, let's go get him. Like he is. What if it was like Charlie Hunnam? Well, I'm using a fake pseudonym. Oh, okay. I got excited. So at this point, I'm wearing, by the way, sweatpants and a sweatshirt that I wore to dinner, which was a vacation choice. I just didn't feel like dressing up. And it's a girl's trip. And so then they're like, let's go get our friend Charlie. And he's single, whatever. So I wait in the parking lot, as any respectable woman would do. They bring Charlie out. And little did I fucking know, it's the hot guy from the coffee shop and the restaurant. (gasps) Yeah. Wow. And I was like, this is what everybody's been talking about by everyone. I mean, Nora Ephron. I mean, Nancy Myers. I mean, all the women who write the books about love. Jane, what's her name? Not Jane Eyre. Who wrote Jane Eyre? <laughs> well, it's not the guy who wrote Jane Pride Eyre. and Prejudice. No. Yeah, Jane Austen. Yeah, Jane Austen. Wait, Jane Eyre <laughs> is by Jane Austen though, right? No. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. We confirmed right. that. We can continue. We're going to move on. Okay. <laughs> so... I, um, this is shocking. Did he notice you? Like, no, was, no, no, no. Oh, okay. So then they bring him out and I'm like, oh my God, I, I immediately say, cause I'm in a place of, so this is what I've learned from this experience is that I was in such a state of like nothing to lose that I had no nerves whatsoever. Like I, I was so confident and I'm going to just try to adopt that attitude no matter where I am in life. The attitude of being at a wedding, I'm not invited to wearing sweatpants in a parking lot that's the attitude I want to have in life where I'm just like, yeah, you're welcome. You get to meet me. So I say to the guy like, oh my God, I saw you at the coffee shop this morning and I thought you were really hot. And he was like, what? Like, whatever. So I'm like, this is basically love. And they're like, okay, you have to come into the wedding and like hang out with us. And they were like, but I don't know if they'll like, they're, they're going to kick you out the hotel because you're dressed in like sweats. So me and my friends are like, okay, makeover. (laughs) We go upstairs. Uh, we change. I kind of like tried to, I'll put 
pictures on the Instagram. I kind of went for. Some... I put the pictures on the Instagram. I, I'm going to put pictures <laughs> on the Instagram day. Because um, I kind of went for a Love Island UK vibe since I was in Ireland. And I dressed that way. And I put a ton of makeup on just really fast, sloppy, threw on like a really slutty dress. And uh, like a <clears throat> really slutty dress. And um, ran back downstairs, sprinting. <laughs> sprinting. <marathons. laughs> I'm like, I'm like. The, the universe is aligned. The stars have come together to form a constellation that says... Devin literally gets on the banister and slides down each one. I'm just, like, becoming a Spider-Man and, and She's doing... doing leaping, parkour. Leaping. <laughs> I parkour up to my room, put on a dress. I parkour some makeup all over my face. I parkour back down, and I'm back to my, my boyfriend. So then I come back, and they're all not in the parking lot. And I'm like, this is lame. All right, I'm like, guys, at this point, you're going to leave me Where are you hiding? This is lame. So I go to the glass window of the wedding and I make eye contact with one of the guys That's in the parking scary, lot and Evan. I wave and then they all come out. That's like the so, scene from Uncut Gems <laughs> wait, where scene? the villain looks through the glass. Wait, I don't even know. Where you're, oh, because the glass to the store. Yeah, I was basically that guy. Um, He's basically me. So then this is what happened. So then Charlie comes out to like try to talk to me, I guess. And it just was like that thing that happens when you're trying, like, you're, you're messy. No, no, no. It's not even TTH. It's just like, I was like, because you're so like, he was like conventionally attractive. So it's like, he's never had to try to be interesting or funny. Yeah. The conversation just had no chemistry at one point. This is the level of what was going on. Like me trying to be flirty and it not working. He at one point says, that I'm like, so how did you meet all these guys? He goes into this long, boring thing of like, we played on a rugby team. And then we, and I'm like, wait, no, what? I don't care. And then he goes, <laughs> and then we went to a, a hurling match or something. And I go, oh, curling, oh, with the brooms. And he's like, <laughs> no, that's curling. And I was like, wait, but it sounds exactly the same. <laughs> how could you be surprised then, that I asked that? It's like, it's the equivalent of saying like, we went to a soccer game and then me being like, oh, it's soccer. And he's like, no, you fucking idiot. Soccer. So he goes, it's not brooms. They're sweeping the ice. And I'm like, they're sweet. It's brooms. I was just like, please let me get somewhere. I just want to hit. I like, just want to smash. Have seven hours left tonight to hook up. Like, please let me get somewhere with you. So he's, it's just so boring and weird. And, it, and he kept like turning questions around on me. So I'd be like, so what do you want to do or something? And he would be like, what do you want to do? And I was like, okay, hey, just fucking take some whatever. Initiative. Our next merch is something that I said to them today, which is men are so bad at what they do. There, no, she said, I was like, oh my God, complaining about a different guy who was, I was trying to flirt with. And she goes, men are just not good at what they do. And I said, that's true. Yeah. I want true Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. 
and you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At this point, I'm like, okay, Charlie sucks, but like, I will still hook up with him because for the story at this point. Yeah. So then Charlie's like, well, I'm going to go back inside and refresh my drink. And um, yeah. And I was like, okay, so are you going to come back out? And he's like, I don't know. And I was like, so I'll never see you again. And he goes, we'll see. And I was like, okay, so you're just not into this. Like, you just couldn't fulfill the promise of just like a girl in the parking lot wants to hook up with you and you're just not open to that, then something's wrong with you. It's literally the line from Notting Hill, except it's like, I'm just a girl standing in front of a guy asking to suck his dick. Exactly. Like, I'm all I'm doing is trying to offer both of us pleasure. Right. And like, you're like not can open we to it. just give each other below the belt fuck around. And you literally can't stop talking about a sport that's not even as prominent as curling. Like, I don't know. So then he Goes back inside and then I go over to um, smoke a cig just because I was on vacation, not because I'm actively doing that. And I like ask these guys for a lighter and there's these two guys and one of them is like this kind of like schlubby in the in like a hot way with like overgrown hair, overgrown beard like guy is standing there and he just was like kind of funny. And um, I, like I was like, oh, can I borrow a lighter or whatever? And then he immediately goes you know, you're really good looking. And I was like, oh, thanks. And then I was like, wait, what? Okay. And then this girl comes over and I jokingly said like, oh, okay. So who is she? And she's like, who are you? Like, we're married. And I was like, wait, <gasps> no, what? No, 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 no. And I was like, oh, wait, what? Like, I'm sorry. I'm just, and he, she's like, I can't believe you did this to me. Like I went inside for one second and he's like playing into it. He's like, I'm sorry. She just started talking oh to me. Oh my God. This and is all a bit. The girl goes, I'm just kidding. Like oh, we're friends. So the girl, God. I'm like, okay, wait, I then to the girl, I'm like, can we be friends? Like, how do we connect? Like, can I add you on social media? Like, please. 
do you have an assistant? Put me in touch. Do you have representatives? Like, I want to be with you somehow in the world. And so then she's his friend. So I'm like, he's cool. So then we immediately start like a flirty conversation. And I just was like, this is just easy. Like, you're just like clearly like, oh, this person might want to hook up with me. I'm just going to like talk to them in a way that's like about hooking up. And I was like, this is great. He's funny. He's whatever. Then, oh, by the way, he's Irish. Um, And yeah, so like full blown Irish from Ireland. And then at, I will say like, um, are you a Taylor Swift type and that you like accents? I didn't care about the accent, but I just was kind of like for the story. Like at this point, right. it's because the, the, it's night, the, memoirs. the night is becoming a story. I changed into my outfit. I'm in the parking lot. I'm like, it might as well be an Irish guy. And I won't say his name, but it literally like is the most Irish, Irish pants name ever said. Like it was just like, OK, we get it. You're Irish. So then he's like buying me drinks. So then he brings me into the wedding, buying me drinks. And I'm like, this is so much fun. This is like the perfect person to be talking to because like it's a much better story. He's fun. He's easy to talk to. He's nice. By the way, when he went to the bathroom, I asked the girl who's his friend. I was like, what's the deal? Is he like a good guy? And she's like, for tonight, perfect. He's a nice guy. He's good. (laughs) Nothing's going to go wrong. Like wouldn't date him long term because he has like commitment issues. But like for tonight, you're good. And I was like, "Okay, I will trust you with my life. Literally. And if you need, because she was engaged and I met her husband, by the way, her husband's fucking incredible. And I was like, just so you know, like, you're so lucky to have her. And he's like, oh, I know. Like, I'm so happy. I'm so proud. She's my wife. She's going to be my wife. I was like, I'm just, you guys, listen, like, what are we going to do tomorrow? Like, let's make a plan. Let's put on the books. Like, anyway. So then I go back into the wedding just with zero regard for Charlie because he clearly rejected me in the parking lot. I'm not like, oh, wait, is Charlie going to see me with like the new guy? But I was just like, you don't care. Charlie starts immediately making these weird faces at me. And I'm like, wait, what's happening? So then we're all dancing on the dance floor. They're playing the fucking hits. Like they're playing Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, 90s American music. God only knows. Every once in a while, it would be like a song I've never heard of. And I guess it was Irish or something. Um, It was like, oh, Donnie boy. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) So we're all dancing, having a ball. Um, Are you grinding? No, no, no. Just like fun. Okay. Like whatever. Having a blast. And Irish guy is like so easygoing that he's just like, do whatever you want. Like talk because my friends were still in the wedding. Um, Like he's not like weird. So then all the guys in the bridal party, for some reason, again, I think this is what men think like humor and bonding is. They all decide to like take their shirts off, Um, which was kind of nice because I got to see like a preview of what the Irish guy looked like. And was it, it? It was just like doesn't go to the gym but, but like that's kind of hot to me too. yeah in a hot way and like whatever hairy chest in a way that i like yeah so then i the guy charlie keeps making weird eye contact and at one point we like end up next to each other on the dance floor and he goes so i guess i see who you're gonna like end up with what tonight. is wrong wait, with men i know but just wait and i go wait what and he's like so that's your guy and i was like um i don't know what you're talking about and i was like i'm just kind of confused like you left me in the parking lot and he's like that's unfortunate then and I was like is it and he's like yeah it is unfortunate and I was like okay and then I just kind of like felt awkward so I tried to like make like small talk kind of and I'm like oh well like what how did you guys all end up with your shirts off and he's like I don't know it's kind of unfair that we all have our shirts off and you have yours on so then I was like oh wow that's the women's rights issue of our time right now I know and then I was like okay maybe he's like trying to flirt for the first time. So I go, oh, in his life. <laughs> and I go, oh, like, are you using your imagination? And he's like, what? No. And I was like, OK, so like, fuck you. So then I'm like, all right, well. um, OK, I don't even know what I said. And he's like, well, just so you know, if you hook up with him, I'll find out about it. 
okay, yes. What and is happening? Goes, and then he goes, does that does that change your decision? By the way, I, yes. Now I'm terrified. I spoke to this man for three minutes maximum in the parking lot, and he's like, does that change your decision? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he goes, you're right. I wouldn't have done anything. You're right. I wouldn't have done anything. I was like, what? And he's like, no, he's a good guy. No, he's a good guy. You should do it. You'll like, be really happy together. It's happening. And then he points to him and he goes, he looks really good. Like, good choice. Like, but okay, sarcastic. I am. Isn't this insane? It's like cat person. Like, it was like, everything's oh, this normal. This is cat person. It's cat person. I'm like, everything's normal. Everything's fine. And then suddenly I'm being like, called like a slutty bitch for no reason. And I'm like, It's as if it, he's doing Stephen Coletti in Cabo with Kristen. Like, dance up there exactly. in the pool. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. That was exactly it. And I'm like, fine, I will. And then I will marry that guy, Jay, from the NFL. And then I will get divorced from him. And then I will end up involved in Southern Charm drama, even though I didn't want to be. And then I will say in an interview that I want to put on weight to look healthier. Okay. Okay. So speaking of Kristen Cavallari, I do believe she must have hooked up with both both Austin and Craig. And maybe there was even confusion because I think the other, they look exactly alike. You think Austin and Craig look exactly alike? From Southern Charm, yes. Wait, that's absolutely not. Craig is hotter. Wait, how do they But they both have round beer faces. Okay, I disagree with you. I think Craig is attractive, but I think they're both equally bad people. They both just look like beer personified. Like if beer became a person. If beer became a person, I would say beer. (laughs) What do you think of the impact you've had on this society? Do you think things could have been different? You've been involved with the Supreme Court of the United States now. We all know Brett Kavanaugh loves beer. You've been involved in so many mistakes, but so many promises and so many moments of cheers. Like, I just would say, what do you think? That's a good question. Okay. So that's my story. And I just wanted the world to know that I did something adventurous and fun and crashed a wedding. And I just can't believe how prominent the disease of incel is in our in our country. Although this guy was Canadian, so I don't know. I am moved by your story and it is so crazy to me. I thank I, you for being moved. I, I came forward with it with the hope that it would move people. I just can't believe it's so weird. The entitlement of men. It's like, I'm gonna treat this girl however I want to treat her. I'll leave her in a parking lot, literally like a dog that I'm abandoning on the side of the road because I can't take care of it. And I'm still assuming that somehow without any help or texting or direction, she will find her way into my bed tonight. That's so true. You're right. Like he, I didn't even think of it that way, but it's like, he was like, okay, she should now put in all that. She will manage. She will figure it out because I'm that great that like literally women will travel with Lewis and Clark across this very nation discovering states to be with me. By the way, this is not to minimize Sacagawea's (laughs) impact on this country. Okay. It sounds like, I really appreciate your respect for me, but I don't appreciate your disrespect for Sacagawea. Okay. (laughs) My adventurous story is that I did not go on any dates in Vermont. In fact, at one point, I remember that I said I was going to go on a date in Vermont, and I almost... You said you wanted to, like, meet real men there. Yeah. I almost audibly laughed at this. I had so much work to do. I didn't have time to go on any dates, but I am maybe going on a date this weekend. That's fucking insane. So it is insane for me because I don't go on dates and um, I am a nervous little panda bear. I'm, I'm just worried that I'm going to act like a panda and roll down a hill by accident. <laughs> just make sure the date's on flat land somewhere. Yeah. 
I'm really, really nervous. But at the same time, I'm really excited because I have decided that I do want a partner. I do want a husband someday. I do want a baby. And I have to... You know what? This all sounds really chill. And I feel like on a date like this... I'm going to bring this up. This exact conversation in No, I mean that I can't want things without being willing to put the work in for them. And that doesn't mean that this guy needs to be my husband. It means I do have to date. So don't you feel bad for making fun of me? (laughs) No. From everything, from how I eat a popsicle to crumbs on the ground, to washing my hands in silence. This girl will make fun of me. Literally at my funeral, Devin's going to roast me. And if no one laughs, that's on them. Devin's going to be like, I can't believe she's laying in the ground this way. (laughs) Devin's going to be like, she's late, of course. She said she wanted this whole coffin and she's only taking up one third of it. That's actually a compliment to you on being Oh, yeah. I'll be really skinny at the time of my passing. Um, You guys, I'm not even worried about dying because I know I'll go to heaven and live forever. (laughs) I'm not even scared. Um, you guys, I know I'll go to heaven. Yeah, I'm pretty sure about that. Do you not? Wait, Sutton said it's such a good line on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills this week where she was like, the phrase was like, if if such and such happens, I will pack my bags because I'll be on my way to heaven because hell has frozen over. Yeah, once in a while, Sutton delivers a nice southern zinger like that. Um, My favorite was when she said that she wouldn't want her daughter hanging out with Lisa Rinna's children and that Lisa was- got offended. I mean, but I was like, I wouldn't either, to be honest. If 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 my kids ever even enter the pathway of Amelia Gray, I will say, get me an autograph one and then run for your <laughs> fucking life. Do you think it's weird that I haven't mentioned that I have two kids the same age as Sutton Foster's kids? <laughs> and by Sutton Foster, I mean Sutton from Real Housewives Beverly Hills. Yeah, that is weird. But I keep my private life private. It's so important to do that as a podcast host with 100 listeners. It is. It is so important. You know, I know my impact and I don't want my kids to to feel like their legacy is to live up to the way I talk on this podcast. I don't even show their faces on social media. I want true romance. Hacks is back for season three and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you ever think about how, like, I've Instagram has poisoned my brain after being on it for, like, seven years? Yeah. I literally imagine my engagement posts. I imagine being pregnant on Instagram. Wait, why are you saying this as if it's crazy? That's what every single person does. Okay, everyone in America. I'm just like, I want to be fucking engaged, not just engaged, but engaged on Instagram. I want to be fucking pregnant, not just pregnant, but pregnant on Instagram. I don't even care what that sounds like. It's just like a goal of mine. I know. I know. Listen, God, you were there in the parking lot in Ireland, but now you're leaving us hanging a little bit. Now that I'm back in Brooklyn. Well, I really, th- I do think that your ancestors were around. The Leary's travel and light, as we know. And so I do think that they were probably around you there and like hooking you up. They were. I, um. <laughs> no, they were. They were. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to heaven and they were. They were. And, um. I'm packing my bags for heaven right now. <laughs> Gazelle has frozen over. I'm bringing a carry <laughs> to heaven right now. I'm, I'm bringing a rolly size that fits in an overhead and a handbag to heaven. I'm probably going to carry a book as well. I'm going <laughs> to roll three pairs of sensible pants and one slutty dress into a carry-on package right now for heaven. And just in case I have a crush in heaven. Um, I'm just in to- case. Are you kidding? Heath Ledger is there. I'm going to the Hudson booksellers in heaven. I'm going to read an Us Weekly magazine instead of purchasing it like I did today. And let me give you some highlights on the Us Weekly, by the way. People are saying Reese Witherspoon and her husband are leading separate lives because she's a perfectionist and they aren't in love anymore. Um, they're saying Julia Roberts is having a um, flirtation with Ethan Hawke on the set of a movie and that her husband is annoyed by it. And all of that is pretty radical. Even, okay, that's that my... That is radical. Well, it's just goes along with the rule that Leslie Headland from the pod said celebrities who have everything going on for them are beautiful, rich, and anything they want, they can ask their assistant for. Even they have trouble in paradise. It's It doesn't sound like they have trouble in paradise. It sounds more like they just want to hook up with other hot people. And I, I Yeah, but that's that. trouble. That's trouble. Ooh, that's trouble. <laughs> Let me tell you, that's trouble. But I'm surprised. I mean, I find Ethan Hawke extremely attractive. Um, he looks like a good kisser and probably really good in bed. If you can bag. Not. No, I'm actually sad about it. And now that you're sad about how hot he is. Yeah. This <laughs> happens to Devin sometimes. Where it's her magic Mike XL curse. Like, And when she watched Hustlers, she got depressed afterwards. Because it's just too much and it's not fair. I'm, I was trying to explain to my dad this because I showed him a picture of Jack Schlossberg, who is um, the Kennedy heir, who is just... He's just a Jewish Kennedy, folks, and I can't think of anything hotter personally. And if you look him up, you're going to go, 
Uh-huh. I get Wait, it. Is that the one Taylor Swift dated? No, that's a literal, like, 18-year-old she dated. And he's still 18? <laughs> wow. He's a forever 18. Wow. They really are cursed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the thing I was thinking, too. I was like, we could be together because I've already had my Kennedy curse. I've already been in a car accident. And guess what? I walked out of that car like fucking Wonder Woman. And <laughs> yeah, burn to you, girl who died in Chappaquiddick. <laughs> Not like some people who couldn't even swim. Sorry for some people I know. We didn't have the, the, the chutzpah to just stand right up out of the fucking Chappaquiddick water. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, okay. take a joke. What is this, a safe space? Okay, we definitely still are going to heaven, though. No, no, and- no. I'm going to see this girl from Chappaquiddick <laughs> in heaven. I'm going to say, hey, you. Yeah, we're good, right? <laughs> Um, but I, I will my- be threatened if she's like soaking wet and that makes her look hot. <laughs> with, like, if like she's wearing a shirt that's like soaking wet, I'll be threatened. And uh, I'll be like, Heath, um, Heath, excuse me, can I talk to you? Once when I was stoned on April Fools, my friends told me that Heath Ledger was secretly alive and he had been doing this all for press for the next Batman movie. And I believed them and called my boyfriend to tell him. Oh, 1000%. At any time. <laughs> Any time anyone tells me anything, literally on this girl's trip, someone jokingly said, oh, that's where they film Always Sunny in Philadelphia and pointed to like a random Irish bar. And I go, oh, really? Because I'm that fucking stupid. Can you believe what a fucking idiotic piece of shit I am? But I was trying to explain to my dad, showing him a picture of just Jack Schlossberg, the Kennedy heir. Um, I just said, I can't like I can't. And he was like, wait, what do you mean? You like him or you don't you don't like him? And I was like, no, I love him so much. Way. It hurts me. So I can't do that to myself. I can I only can't. think about it for so long. Okay. Also, I didn't also so know how to explain here. to my dad. Like, I'm so horny for that guy that I, I can't think about Just it. Just don't bring it up to your dad next time, maybe. Call yeah. a friend. Phone a friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In retrospect. Friend. In retrospect. In retrospect, phone a friend. The funniest thing about the place I was just at in Vermont is that um, my great-grandmother is was such an amazing woman. Not really, it didn't really have an eye for design. And it was her old cottage in Vermont. And um, there's three bedrooms, four bedrooms in the house. Three bedrooms are all next to each other and their walls don't go all the way up. So they're solid walls, but they don't touch the ceiling. What's the point of that? Yeah, that's a good question. So you can't see the other people because the walls are almost touching the ceiling, but there's not. There's space. So I can hear my quote unquote stepbrother fart his fucking ass off every (laughs) morning and night. Yeah. Why did your grandma do this? I, I. Without knowing, I'm guessing it was because she was a counselor for teen boys. So I feel like it was to like overhear if they were doing anything bad. But I don't know. I don't know. It was just designed that way. Counselor for teen boys. She She owned a summer camp to listen in on. No, we can talk about the Chappaquiddick girl, but we draw the line at my great grandmother. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. Okay, next topic. The only thing we can joke about is women who died tragically young. That's it. Okay. So let me think. Let me think of some more material. Um, okay, the girl in Lovely Bones. What do we got? That's funny, right? It's like her bones are really. Your bones <laughs> There's are There's something lovely. good there. Your it's bones like, are lovely. If you're not even 15 years old. Oh my Have gosh. You been through puberty yet? Do you know the story of Alice Siebold, the woman who wrote that? No, but don't tell me it's something that is like really amazing. That's gonna no, it's bad. fucking insane and dark. Okay, go ahead. She writes this book called Lucky, all about her sexual assault. Mm-hmm. She fingers the wrong guy for it and he was in prison for like 20 years 
And they found out all this stuff, like, that she hadn't known what he looked like, but she chose, like, a random guy in a lineup, basically. What? That she literally just drove around with the police and picked a black guy out off <gasps> the street. Yeah. Wait, I feel like I read a news story about this. So this is the part that's not... All of this is fucking horrific. She then gives this weird apology after he's cleared of the murder and... After spending so much time in prison, he basically says, like, I don't want to not forgive. I just want to let I want to move on with my life. What did she have to say about it? She had to say the justice system failed us both. Oh, my God. So I just want to be like, fuck Alice Siebold. Fuck off. And this was all because the book was going to be adapted into a movie. And the producer said, I'm noticing narrative holes (gasps) in this. Wow. And he hired with his out of his own pocket an investigator. Wait, is he is the producer single? <laughs> so Wait, not that it's about me, but is the producer married and is he attracted to people with red hair? But not to make it about me. I'm so glad you're not making it about you. And I do not know his marital status, but you're just like That uh, is so fucked. I actually did read a news story about that, but I didn't realize it was the lovely bones person. Yeah. Wow. I know. And yet she wants to make Stanley Tucci out to be the monster? <laughs> After all that? After all that. Okay, Stanley Tucci, another person who's good in bed, by the way. Oh, 1,000. But you, another person, like, who was the first person? Ethan Hawke. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Stanley Tucci is the kind of guy, you have sex with him, you wake up, there is gourmet coffee waiting for you. I don't even think so. I think he knows he doesn't even need to do that. He's like, go down the street to the Starbucks. <laughs> The door locks from behind. He's, Have a good day. He like pulls up his star, Starbucks app and he's like, they're out of oat milk. Is that okay? He slaps your ass while you're walking out of bed. It's like, go girl, go get him. No. Meanwhile, speaking of coffee, don't even let me tell you how Carolina has already said she won't drink my coffee here because I don't steam milk for her like her mom does. Look, I'm a low maintenance girl from She's Vermont. Low maintenance. She goes through all that. We go to Blue Bottle. She goes through all the juices and she goes, hmm, what is this? Oh, nectar peach? Yeah, I'll be taking that. I'm sorry for liking things. (laughs) She wouldn't drink just fucking plain apple juice, okay? I'm sorry for thinking things are good. I guess that's stupid. So that was the tale of Devin's adventure in Ireland. And hopefully I will have a mini adventure by going on a date with a human male this coming weekend. Of course, I'll tell you guys literally every single thing that happens play by play. And hopefully. I don't shit the bed, literally. <laughs> Watch she comes back and she just starts saying the plot line of Top Gun Maverick because she instead just went to the movie by herself because she was too scared to go on the date. She's That's like, okay. So then the not unlikely. Thing, he recognized this guy playing the piano and it was because the guy was the son of a guy that he felt responsible for the death of. And then he tried to do a He thought responsible for the guy of the death of. Continue. <laughs> And then, this is such a good day. This is a five-year-old who got snuck into Top Gun who's giving his class the play-by-play. I don't appreciate that. But I'm just saying, go on a date. Go on the date. Risk getting your heart broken. Risk looking like an idiot. Risk shitting the bed. It's a part of this little thing called love. Don't stay in the parking lot. Find a new guy there. That's really the moral of the story. Don't stay in the parking lot. Bum a sig and see what happens. That's what I'm going to teach my children. I'm going to say bum a sig and see what happens. And the, the acronym is B-A-C-A-S-W-H. We never said we could spell. 
Okay, so bakaus. <laughs> bakaus. My daughter's gonna be like, Mom, I'm hungry. I'm gonna say bakaus. Go bakaus. Go bum a second. Yeah, see what when your kids say you're hungry, you can say go bum a second and see what happens. I told you, I can't wait to have kids and can't wait to get married. I told you, I'm getting into heaven. And I'm going to confront Chappaquiddick. Okay, let's. <laughs> Imagine it's a good note to end on. Heaven, Imagine that's like with the squad in heaven. They're like, hey, chaps. My mom, psychic, says that Carolyn Bassett and John John aren't together in heaven because um, Carolyn's so mad that he crashed away. It's <laughs> <laughs> a true story. She's like, I told you not to crash the plane. That's like, I can, I can see that happening. Okay. I got to go talk to Chap about some things. See y'all. Love you, Devin. Bye. Those aren't my crumbs on the floor. Bye. All I ever wanted was a little love. I want true romance. It's true. True romance. It's so romantic. Love me, baby. Don't. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.